What's up, everybody? I'm author Janine Mack, and I'm your host of the Janine Unscripted Podcast. For those of you who don't know me, I'm an author, speaker, business owner, mother, friend, lover, and my goal is to share with you every week about what to do when your life becomes unscripted. I hope this podcast adds value to your life, and if so, please invite your family and friends to join us every week for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. And today I have a very special guest with me, music artist One Mercy of Orlando, Florida. And we're going to be chopping it up today about the influence of music and the music industry and today's youth. And also we're going to dabble a little bit on relationships in the area of how to deal with a crush. You don't want to miss it. So stay tuned. All right, and we're back. We are here live with Mr. One Mercy, the artist. You heard me in the intro. Now we're going to talk about, we're going to talk to the man behind the music. How about we start there? So One Mercy, tell us a little bit like where you're from, what kind of music you do. Let's just kind of vibe and go from there. Well, I was born in Maryland, Easton, but I've been in Florida, Orlando, Florida, since I was three years old. Okay. So technically speaking, I'm from Florida. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take you. I'm a, I'm a Florida boy. Okay. Um, the type of music I make, it, it really depends on where the beats takes me. Okay. Uh, I have all type of different music uh-huh. to a little auto tune. I get a little T Pain on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mainly, I, I just go with my feelings. Okay. So if I feel like talking about politics, mm-hmm. politics. If I feel like talking about what I went to prison for, okay. what I experienced in prison. That's, mm-hmm. But I try to be motivational. Okay. Okay. Yes. So for you, you start with the music, the beats, and then the lyrics come after that. Yes. Wow. So how long does that process take? Like, is it like within seconds you start hearing or you got to hear that song for like a day, a week, and, and then the words start coming to you? It, it, it depends. Like, if it's a melody beat for me, okay. I love melody beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can take 30 minutes, an hour. Oh, wow. That's fast. Yes. And then sometimes it depends on the topic. Mm-hmm. It can take days. Okay. Sometimes I write. I might write half of the song mm-hmm. or half a verse and come back to it like a month later. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. So how do you know when you're when you have completed that song? Like this is a banger right here. Like this is it. This is a finished song. That's it. No more. When when I start rememorizing it. OK. When I rememorize it, mm-hmm. then I know this is it. OK. Yes, this is it. Yes. OK. How many songs have you written so far? I done written, counting what I wrote in prison, Okay. over hundreds. Over a hundred? But recorded? Wow. Yeah. I have like 30 songs, so maybe about 36 songs. Okay, you got material for like the next 10 years. <laughs> and you still like being creative at the same time. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. When, when did you discover like you could write and like, you know, just put these thoughts together to, you know, make a song? When I was like 14 years old, mm-hmm. I started hearing certain type of beats. Okay. 
and I just tried something new. Okay. And I started writing to, uh, well, one of the first beats I ever wrote to, I can't remember it, but it was a juvenile beat. Okay. And me yeah. and my homeboy, we were just playing around on the beat. Mm-hmm. And then I haven't messed with music till I was like 17. So wow. 14 to 17. Okay. It was a little gap. Yes, yes, yes. But the gift was there. It was just dormant, laying dormant. Yes. And um, so that's good. So the, okay, so speaking of, you were saying topics and then you had time where you were incarcerated. Um, what um, was it like during that time where you just like, had time to just like let life slow down out here on the outside and just like really focus on some things in, in your life and the kind of direction you wanted to go in? Yes, and also it's a saying in prison, we say uh, prison is like the arm and be all you can be. Okay. But prison for most of us, we mm -hmm. find ourselves, mm -hmm. we find our talent, mm -hmm. or we actually, we know our talent, we just have a chance to sit down to master it, okay. or to understand mm -hmm. how to go about with it. Mm -hmm. But um, in prison, a lot of things I wrote about was life experience. Okay. Like, it's only so much we can write about in prison. Right. We don't see much. Right, right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's where like your imagination has to take over, yes. right? Okay. But now that I'm out, I haven't really grabbed too much of the music I wrote in prison. Okay. I've been writing a lot of new stuff. Yes, yes, yes. yes. How, how do you see like your life has changed from the person you were when you went in to the man that you are now? Well, one of the biggest things was like a lot of us today, a lot of men today, and women, they'll mm -hmm. say, oh, I'm a man. Mm -hmm. But we, didn't we truly don't understand what the, the criteria or the characteristics of a man. Okay. And one of them that I always stood on is accept your responsibilities. Mm -hmm. When you're wrong, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. So once I learned that in prison, mm -hmm. to, to do that and then be understandable, Okay. So I had to understand at the same time yeah. that people had life to live, mm -hmm. that I put myself in prison, mm -hmm. that the decisions that I made in life affected a lot of people. Wow, wow, so yeah. So once I understood that, mm -hmm. it made my time more easier. Okay, yeah. And do you see yourself like now as a role model, yeah, like gathering all your life experiences to this point right now to be able to, um, you know, be a role model to other young men, young boys that now that you know what that process looks like and that what that mindset needs to be? Yes, I do. One of the things, and it's funny to me because mm -hmm. my little, my youngest nephew, mm -hmm. he listened the, on YouTube. Yeah. Right? I have music on YouTube. I have a mixtape on YouTube. Okay. And he he raps all every all the songs. He probably know them better than I know. Wow. But then when I think about it, I'd be like, uh, I need to watch what I'm putting out there. Yeah. Because my nephew he listened to it. Mm -hmm. Now if he come around and he cussing and whatever, how I tell him not to do it and all right. And don't say I, I I'm not saying that I don't. Yeah put it, but I try to watch. Okay. I try to correct myself at the same time. But yes, I do see myself as a role model. Mm -hmm. I was one before I left. Okay. 
and oh. didn't, didn't know though. Like, yeah, oh, you didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> you was. So that influence was always there, and I tell people that all the time. You know, even though you may or may not um, realize your gift or your purpose in life, it's always there, and you're always functioning in it in some capacity. Yeah. You know, and it's just a matter of us making that choice how we're going to use it. You know, to like help others or like people in the gospel or Christian. You know, to glorify God or you know industry fashion whatever it is you know yeah. you'll be influencing people people are following you people are watching you yes. even when you don't know it right yeah, yeah. so that's awesome making to me when, when i was in prison what made me want to do music mm -hmm. even more was that i seen it influence a lot of people i okay. see a lot of young people in prison yeah. a lot of young black men mm -hmm. and that's all they do all day they rapping lil wayne mm -hmm. rapping all type of rappers and i'm like uh, Lewayne leading them wrong. Yeah. Or like, uh, somebody got to do something about it. Like, yeah. The good always override the bad, mm -hmm. but right now the bad is taking over. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so eventually the good will come back around, and that's mm -hmm. what I try to do. I try to, and every, every song I mm -hmm. produce, I put out, I try to make something positive out of it. Okay. That's that's amazing. That's that's truly amazing because it's like you you can make a choice like to say all the bad things and just keep perpetuating what's out there right now or choose to make a difference. Like with that being said, like kind of what do you see will be what do you hope to be your biggest impact in the music industry um, that now that you're like out there doing this? My biggest impact. Yeah, like maybe. I, I really just want to be a voice. Okay. To, to be honest with you, because mm -hmm. in prison I didn't have a voice. Mm -hmm. Before I went to prison, I didn't have a voice. Mm -hmm. And as being a young black man, I'm still young, 35. That's young. <laughs> but being a young black man, I want to be able to talk to the ones that's my age mm -hmm. and younger. Mm -hmm. And especially if they're going to be a fan of mine. Yeah. But uh, I always been a leader, so mm -hmm. through my music, I want to lead lead them the right way. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's like I want to speak for the ones that can't speak. Mm -hmm. It's people in higher spots that don't they afraid. So yeah, I try not to be afraid of what I say. Mm -hmm. Some people be like, "Oh, you shouldn't say that." Well, I'm not gonna say nothing that, that I regret. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> I exactly. Said what I said. Yes, <laughs> I said what I said. I say it again. The, the truth is, if it's the truth, I yes, that. exactly, exactly. If you could go back in time, uh, maybe your 20-year-old self, maybe, no, 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 18-year-old self, because that's when we start thinking we all the way grown, is uh, your 18-year-old self, what advice would you give yourself for like what you know now? Probably a lot of things, but a couple of things. Uh, be a leader. Okay. Don't be easy to be influenced. Mm -hmm. And be understandable. I wasn't I wasn't an understandable person back mm -hmm. then. I had a temper, mm -hmm. all type of things, but um, that's basically what I tell myself to be a leader. Okay. Don't be a follower. Mm -hmm. And stay alert mm -hmm. with things that's going on around you. Yeah, yeah. That's good advice, being a leader, because it's easy yes. it's easy to follow more than we think it is. Like you just kinda go with something and next thing you know you're just in there because you just don't want to be bored by yourself at home and just start hanging with people so yeah. that is really good because a lot of times like i said it's unconscious sometimes that you're actually following you don't realize it till you're in a situation but 
every great leader was once a follower. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So following is not, it, it can be good or bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. You can be following somebody good, or you can be following somebody bad. True, true. But every, to, to be a good leader, you had to be a follower. Mm -hmm. In some type of way. Yeah. Because to be a follower, then you understand the ones that's following you. Yes, yeah, that's good, that's good. Tell us about the name One Mercy. Like, what does that actually mean? And I, I just want to, you all can't see us on the podcast, but if you catch us on YouTube, um, just show that shirt real quick. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have any sparkle on, but I got some red on. I got that. Well, growing up, well, I grew up in a neighborhood called Mercy Drive. Okay. One of the, still one of the worst neighborhoods mm -hmm, to this day. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the nicknames was One Mercy. Okay. That's what they called Mercy Drive. Okay. Murder Drive. Yeah, yes. that was one of the worst things. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So I told myself if I name myself after my hood mm -hmm. or the streets I was raised in, it won't be Murder Drive. Yeah. So I was like, well, One Mercy. Mm -hmm. But One Mercy can be broke down in many ways. Mm -hmm. The one is, is single okay. and to have mercy. Mm -hmm. So it, it don't just stand for the hood. But I named myself after my hood mm -hmm. to try to shine better light mm -hmm. so when people do see mercy they won't look at it as something bad yeah old mercy drive all they think is bad right right exactly it's everything that comes out of there mm -hmm. oh it's bad yeah so i'm trying to that's what i really mean when i say changing the culture okay <laughs> i like that trying to change the culture of, of the streets i was raised in and yeah the ones that's around me mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. I mean, I'm not originally from Orlando. I'm from Daytona, but it's so crazy that even like certain parts of Orlando I already knew about it and I was in Daytona. So I like had an expectation, but I was like, yeah, I want to go to Pine Hills, you know? <laughs> Pine Hills has good food over there. I get good hair products over there, but you know, I guess it's different, you know, I'm trying to get the barbecue on the side of the road and all that good stuff. But uh, you know, it is good things there. It's good things everywhere. It's like, you know, being a diamond in a rough and a light is no good unless it's in a dark place, right? Yes. Yeah, you can't have light in a lit up place. It doesn't help anybody, but yes. it takes a lot to be that light in a dark place. And, you know, I see you shining. But so. I, I, in the music, it's, it's about the money. But mm -hmm. then, then again, um, it's more of trying to help the ones that's trying to help themselves. Mm -hmm. Like when I pull up at it, I still go to my hood. Yeah. But I mean, I go to Mr. Lee's to buy the steak and cheese. So okay. <laughs> I still go there and I yes. see little kids. Yeah. And I, I think, I think back then that that used to be me. Yes. And and the mothers, they probably off doing something else. Mm -hmm. They not leading the kids right. Yeah. And so I look at it and I be like, that used to be me. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine how that child will be when they grow up. Yeah if they have no guidance. Exactly, exactly. So that's, that's my thing, to make it big as I can in mm -hmm. this industry, mm -hmm. to be able to change things. Okay, I like that, that's so positive. Yes. Yeah, because it, you know, it's one thing to make it for yourself and you know, live your dream and accomplish your goal, yes. but it's another thing to reach back and say, you know what, that was me, I wanna you know, help somebody else come forward or, or make a difference in yes. you know, somebody's life where they don't have to go through all those pitfalls that I went through. Yes. Yeah, that is so positive. I feel good about it. Because <laughs> you, you don't have, I mean, I went to prison, mm -hmm. but that don't mean 
my little brother has to go to prison. Right. I experienced it, so in a way, he, mm. he can learn from my experience. Mm -hmm. So learning from my experience can keep him from going to prison. Yes, exactly, exactly. So I talk to my nieces and nephews every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They listen to you, don't they? they yeah, yeah. How about your brother? Does he see? Uh, he he's probably the closest person to you, um, yes. growing up, right? So yes. Does he see a, a difference in you from then and now? Oh, he see a real, real bit difference. Mm -hmm. But more who sees it the most is my sister. Okay. She's, she's the oldest. Okay. And um, she see it a whole lot, and mm -hmm. she's trying to figure out. How I'm doing it. Yeah. How you come out here just swinging, fighting, kicking. Yeah. And, yeah. And you doing exactly what you say you was gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's see, you even being a light in your own family. <laughs> <laughs> she like, is it real? Is it real? <laughs> well, I was I was the first to have a driving license. I was the first. Okay. To, I graduated in prison. Okay. I'm still the first to graduate. Wow. Wow. The only really on my mom's side. Yeah. You know what I saw when I met you at the um, event for uh, Miss August Hillary? Um, I saw your dad there. He was like your biggest cheerleader. He made sure to tell me he was your father. I was like, okay, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's my son. I was like, okay. I was just, I, I just, that just made me feel so good, you know, to see your dad there. I don't know your father, but just like, I'm like, I'm sure this young man is not like 14 or anything like that. <laughs> you look very young. You look younger than what your age is, but he was like, that's my son. I'm here supporting. That was just so amazing. Has, has, has your dad always been like that with you? Or that took you changing to get to where he's like that with you? Everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, we always had a good relationship. Mm -hmm. Even though he wasn't in my life my whole time, for okay. whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But I always accept him, that's my father. Yeah. Whether I had a stepdad or not, that's my father. Mm -hmm. But in these 11 months that I've been out, yeah. He been there more than wow. he ever been. Yeah. And he was a truck driver, mm -hmm. but I never knew he was a DJ. Oh, wow. So he was in the music. Yeah. He, so I didn't follow his steps in the truck. Driving, right. But I am the music, so he's in the DNA. And yeah. Telling me to keep going. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Every, everywhere I'm at, he mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> that is a beautiful thing. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about relationships. So we're gonna make a segue. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I, just just you know curiosity for you know the fans out there. Um, are you single? Are you taken? Are you spoken for? Any anything like that? I don't know if anybody asked you before, but you know I'm asking you. I'm not single. Okay. But. It's been a lot of up and down. Okay. It's complicated. It's only complicated okay. because we make it complicated. Yeah, yeah. So that's the biggest thing. We we find the problems, we mention the problems, mm -hmm. we bring it to the table, mm -hmm. but we do not, we leave it to the table. Okay. We do nothing with it. Okay. And that's the biggest thing in the, in the relationship that I'm in now. Okay. And don't get me wrong, I, I haven't did, we haven't did nothing major. Yeah. But everybody do. Nobody perfect. Right, right. Perfect. Absolutely. But yes, I am. I'm spoken for. Oh, I man. <laughs> I tried. I tried, ladies. I tried. <laughs> you spoken for. Okay, so let's let's think back in our minds. 
we're gonna talk about um, crushes. So that part of relationships. So yeah, so crushes. So <laughs> have you ever had a crush on somebody? Somebody? Yeah, any, at any point. Anybody. Yeah, any point in time you ever experienced like having a crush, like, you know. Oh, Beyonce, hands down. Okay. <laughs> to, this, to this day. But Jay-Z, my favorite rapper, so I yeah. <laughs> exactly. We don't want to mess that yeah, up. We don't want to mess that up. Okay. <laughs> well, I was having a conversation some time back, you know, about crushing with some with uh, a, a female counterpart of mine. So I just want to get the male perspective of it. So um, when you have a crush on somebody, would you tell them or would you not tell them? Is it better like to keep the crush a secret or step out and see where it goes? Well, if you would've asked me that 15 years ago, yeah, I was shy, so it would've been a secret. Okay, or okay. Or I tell one of my homeboys and yeah. they go behind my back and tell them. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> but that's not me and my baby mother got together. Okay, okay. I didn't go in there and tell nothing. Yeah. My homeboy went and told them. <laughs> but now, mm -hmm. I'll tell them straight up. Really? It is what it is. Either she can say no or mm -hmm. she can run me away or whatever. I'm going to respect it, but yeah. I, I'm going to tell her. Okay. So how would you tell your crush? Uh, I'm just going to tell her straight up. Mm -hmm. her around, like, I'm messed up a bunch. Oh, that is so sweet. Oh, always been. <laughs> that is so sweet. Oh, my gosh. I'm beat around the bush. Yeah, yeah. Not send a text, not like DM, not like like her post on social media. You're just going to tell her. Social media is a little different. <laughs> I'm telling Social you. Social media is a little different because especially if you don't know that person single. Okay. So that's, I might that's like good. a couple of pictures. Yeah. And then if she hit me on a messenger or like mm -hmm. a couple of my pictures. Yeah. Then I might know it might start with good mornings. Because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of women don't hear that nowadays. Right. Good morning. How okay. you doing? Mm -hmm. How the kids? Mm -hmm. So, you know, see how far that goes. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm going I'm to stick a pen right there because I'm going to talk about that, but I'm going to ask another question first. <laughs> would it, as a guy, so you said now you would just go straight for it. Yes. Is it a turn off for a man if a woman says, I have a crush on you? If she like comes straight out, like you don't know this person, nothing, or maybe you might know the person you just consider, that person's in a friend zone, and they come and say, I had a crush on you like since high school. What would you say? Why you ain't been telling me that? <laughs> it's too late now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's simple with me. I'm mm -hmm. real simple. Yeah. So, like, if they come to me, hey, why you ain't been telling me that? Mm -hmm. Or I might, if I already knew, mm -hmm. but if I don't know the person and they tell me, mm -hmm. I'm going to respect it, but I have to tell them that I'm in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we could be friends. Yeah. No friends, sometimes that's best. Yeah. Like right now in the relationship I'm in now, we was friends. Okay. For a while. Oh, that's good. Yes, we since middle school. Well, we knew each other since middle school. Okay. But we've been friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Okay. So, all right. So back to social media, liking, liking posts oh. and stuff. <laughs> so is social media the new flirting, you know, is liking a post like basically saying, you know what, yo, I'm into you. I don't have chits. Well, with me, mm -hmm. sometimes it, it depends. Like, okay. I might like a post, 
because I like to post. Mm -hmm. But if I like 30 posts, yeah. 20 posts, yeah. you know, 10 or better, yeah. then if you, you should get the hint. <laughs> I need to write this down. Well, I need to be writing this down. Well, uh, I don't have chicks hit me on, on Messenger on Facebook straight up. Like, mm -hmm. They compliment my legs. I got both legs. Okay. The way I stand, they mm -hmm. just compliment. Mm -hmm. That be the first thing that draws their attention. Okay. So I be like, oh, that's that's what draws your attention with my bow legs. Right, right. And they, I don't have chicks come straight, mm -hmm. straight up and say it, like, what's up? Yeah. Or, you so fine. Why you so fine and stuff like that. So okay. It's obvious after that. Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious after, it's that. obvious after that. So definitely being in your position now, because now you being more public, public figure. How are you? How do you think you're gonna handle that? Because now you kind of you, you say you're spoken for. Yeah. You got women, you know, that's already like seeing the glow up, right? And they want to <laughs> holler via social media, all that. How are you handling it at this stage? You know, because that is only going to be like more and more of that later on. Well, I try to keep if it if it's going further than mm -hmm. being a fan of mine. Yeah. Because I have to respect who I'm with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If it's going farther than that, mm -hmm. I just stay my distance. Okay. But yes, I do understand. Like I haven't seen nothing yet. Okay. <laughs> That's good. But uh, last night I kind of seen certain things. Mm -hmm. but my girl, my mm -hmm. girl was there. Okay. So I guess you know they try to respect that. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be. It's. it's I know it's gonna be tough, but it ain't gonna be easy. Yeah. It's always gonna be tough. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But at least like right now you already decided, I think it's good, yeah. is that you already made a decision in your head, like, hey, I have somebody, I respect what we have and no fan or whoever is worth risking that. And that's her biggest fear. Mm -hmm. Is mm -hmm. me blowing up. Mm -hmm. Or even if I just, just have a name in, in Orlando. Yeah. The women and mm -hmm. my career or my fans coming before her, uh, coming mm -hmm. in between the relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's her biggest fear. She mm -hmm. didn't tell, she finally told me that. My stepmom told me that. Okay. Without even knowing what was going on. Yeah. And um, I understand them. Mm -hmm. I, I'll probably be the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say if you exactly, exactly. Why you gotta have his hand around you in the picture? <laughs> <laughs> That's just how people take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I got answers for all of that. <laughs> but just think of it, okay? Like say if Beyonce was single and you had to be Mr. Beyonce, you know, because you know it's Beyonce. You know that that could be hard. If Jay Z yeah, wasn't Jay Z, if he was just like regular Joe Blow, yeah, then that's tough. <laughs> that's, that's tough. tough. <laughs> that's a tough one, right? That's a tough one. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's awesome. Uh, that's that's very good advice. What, as far as relationships? So, what advice would you give, say, young people that are looking to just you know pursue their goal and their dream? Like, what can you tell them? Just stay focused, mm -hmm. dedication. I, I stand on three D's. Okay. And that's dedication, discipline, and determination. Mm. 
So I'm, I'm de- every day I wake up, I'm determined. Okay. To, to really determined to learn something new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but to also achieve my dreams mm-hmm. and uh, to be dedicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I told my manager when I, when I started with her mm-hmm. that, yeah, I see all the artists, but I'm gonna be the most consistent. Wow. And at the end of the day, it shows. Yeah. And um, discipline. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of discipline being in prison. Yeah. So like, me and mm-hmm. discipline is it's the right word. Like mm-hmm. they told me, oh, just give me one word that describes it. I'll say discipline. Discipline. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can tell you: be disciplined, mm-hmm. dedicated, and determined. Mm-hmm. Just know what you want. Go yeah. for it. And go for it. Go for it. Every day, every single every day. day. Yeah. Every second. Yeah. Every second. <laughs> every second. <laughs> yeah. It's never too late, right? Never too late. Never. Okay. That's awesome. That's, that's my my album that's dropping next year. That's never, never, uh, better late than never. Better late than never. Better I like never. that. That's the title. Okay. Okay. Yes. So tell us that, like, give us your social media handles. Um, tell us how we can reach you. You can reach me on Instagram, mm-hmm. Da One Mercy, D A, spell out one O N E, Mercy, M E R C Y. And up under my picture, it has the link. Okay. It's called Linktree. Mm-hmm. You click on that, mm-hmm. and it'll send you to, well, you can click on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it is, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, mm-hmm. uh, Reverb Nation, that's another music okay. app. Yeah. I'm, I'm everywhere, YouTube. YouTube, okay. <laughs> but on YouTube, you can find me, Just One Mercy. Just One Mercy, okay. Just One Mercy. Okay, is it the number one or type in? Type in one, one. Okay. with a space. Okay, with a space, space One Mercy. mercy yes. Okay, and um, for those of you listening, I am going to drop all those contacts in the description or if you see um, this post on social media, I will definitely tag One Mercy in that post. So don't worry, you will be able to find him and um, see him and don't DM him nothing crazy, okay? <laughs> because he's not going to respond. Uh, (laughs) His girl may respond, you know, so his manager may respond, but he will not be responding to craziness. Um, But anyway, I have really enjoyed having you here. I hope we can do this again. And um, you know, I I definitely got to cop me a t-shirt so I can be wearing that next time I see you out performing. You know, uh, please keep in contact with me. Let me know how you're doing as well too. Yeah, definitely. We'll, maybe we could try to uh, do something together. Yeah, especially with these young folks out here. So that would be fantastic. Yes. All right. I look forward to more of that glow up. Okay. 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 Thank you so much for joining me today on the Janine Unscripted Podcast as we discuss the influence in the music industry and how to handle a crush with our favorite music artist, Mr. One Mercy. I hope this podcast has added value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join us every week for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Please consider sponsoring the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Your sponsorship will allow me to gift my children's books to young readers who are struggling to learn to read. You can connect with me today on social media. I'm on Instagram at JUPodcast. 
or at jmaxspeaks and of course at Mac Media Moguls. My website is www.macmediamoguls.com and there you can subscribe to stay in contact with everything that I'm doing and also to purchase merchandise and my books. I'm on YouTube at Janine Unscripted. Thank you so much and I look forward to seeing you again very soon. Have a good one.